0: hey all right hey it's Deidre hey it's Christina and welcome to bagels and plantains yes
1: we have a few things we want to talk about yes um so let's get on get on with it
0: all right so you want to kick it off with oh you want to save the coming attractions to the end yeah make them wait yeah Build suspense all right all right so firstly we definitely want to talk talk about our amazing guest keena humphrey yeah. who i feel like for our first our first guest was amazing
1: she set that bar high she did yes. she brought gifts she
0: brought props it was amazing
1: she had stories on stories
0: and it really w- it felt like a conversation that I was having with a lot of my friends. So,
1: Yes. I felt like I learned yeah. a lot. I feel like I'm ready to go some new places.
0: Yep. But I also realized that we spent so much time talking to her that we actually didn't get to talk about our own travels. I mean, her stories were gripping and amazing. We only kind of touched on the places that we went that overlapped with where she also went.
1: Exactly. I was also like... <laughs> my passport can't fuck with you uh,
0: uh <laughs> i feel like i haven't gone enough places like she said you ain't got enough passport stamps to you mess don't. with young kina you
1: really don't um yeah so what we touch on you we you both have been to italy yes um me and kina both have been to greece Mm-hmm. So we don't need to talk about that. Although I'm going to Italy in June. So I'm super excited. You'll Any love it. Uh have been. Send me some suggestions. I'm going to Florence. I'll be in Rome and Florence. Tell me what to eat. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to avoid. Um
0: Yeah. I got one tip. Protect your wallet. Pickpocketers are everywhere. So don't act brand new. Pretend like you're from New York, because you are. And secure the bag in the literal sense, not the figurative sense. Facts. Just make oh. sure you got your ID and everything.
1: New York is such a unique beast because you think it's gonna be shady as fuck. And then your wallet's hanging out inside your bag, and then some mm-hmm. shady individuals like, yo, yo, your bag's open. <laughs> You're like, thanks, bro. <laughs> right, exactly.
0: Like, exactly. Like when you think it's about to go wrong, people are like, oh, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> You're like, oh, thanks. Your life is hanging out. Thank you so much for letting mm-hmm. me know you got you um except for that one
1: time in williamsburg where that lady stole my wallet
0: <laughs> oh i remember that and yeah she hustled you yeah she totally did Fuck her. <laughs> her.
1: little does she know it was nothing in there Ha-ha. like it's like it's not my first rodeo i don't walk around with cash um <laughs> so yeah what else? We didn't touch. We went out of state. And a lot of, a lot of our traveling happens within the United States. It's a huge fucking country.
0: Yeah, I, it's, it's so weird. I feel like being, in, from a New, from, being from New York and being a New Yorker, I often forget about the states in the middle. But um, Brian and I have begun a baseball stadium tour. And as many of you may know, baseball stadiums aren't in the most fun of places no so i hit a bunch of midwest states um Mm. i guess two years ago oh no three years ago now um because we did a, a stadium tour for his birthday and just hit all the midwest states that we really didn't have a need to go to otherwise makes sense. so we hit up um pittsburgh we hit up cincinnati we hit up um cleveland we hit up Kansas City, we hit up St. Louis. Nice. Um, we just did a, a bunch of those Midwest states. So shout out to the Midwest.
1: Shout out to them. Where has that? T- where has the stadium tour taken you?
0: Where's so the it's, it's we need to go to. So uh, I actually think Detroit Stadium is amazing. I want to go to Detroit. Love Detroit Stadium. Um, I loved. I loved Milwaukee. The Brewer Stadium was amazing. Oh yeah. Okay. It makes sense. You know, I liked St. Louis's stadium infrastructure. Didn't like the feel of St. Louis. Felt very racist. Ooh. Yeah. Only people, only black people I saw were working. There were no pe- black people, people of color really, who were attending the game and it was opening day. So it was really very interesting. But is it because um, black people don't watch baseball? Nah, black people walk, watch a lot of, a lot of baseball. Only black people I know that watch baseball are Dominicans. Mm, In my life. Interesting. In my life. You know, it's it's interesting because I feel like the generation above ours, so like our parents, completely watched and were enthralled in baseball. And then somehow it fell off. But no, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of baseball, like black baseball fans around the country. It's it's Mm -hmm. astounding because I also didn't I also don't associate baseball with Black people?
1: That's what I'm I mean, they do. Nah, they're there. Afro Latinos, yeah, of course. Yeah. not and right. I guess,
0: like, African-Americans. 70s,
1: then those, like, African-American baseball stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when people played like, multiple sports, like, I'm just athletically talented. I'm going to play baseball, basketball. You know, remember Michael Jordan trying to play baseball? It was tragic. Mm-hmm. Tried. Um, Deion
0: Sanders did that, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Isn't Russell Simmons, was not Russell...
1: Definitely well, not Russell Simmons, my G. No,
0: my bad. Sierra's, Sierra's husband. What's his name? Wilson played baseball. Yes, Russell. In college and
1: then they... Yeah, he's technically,
0: like, recruited to a, a baseball team. I'm not really sure. He's Somebody can fact check this. He's
1: got a baseball. He's got a baseball built. hmm I can see that. Um, um,
0: but yeah, it took me to all the, like I said, the Midwest states. So, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, I mean, Cincinnati. Kansas I, want to go to City.
1: Milwaukee. I have family in wisconsin randomly um, yes
0: yeah that's a really it's a really cool really chill stadium um yeah i do have to do the west not quite coast i haven't really tackled that part of the country yet um but i've been to i will say this i've been to a lot of southern states i haven't been to the states that had the most slaves and I think that was intentional (laughs)
1: oh yeah um I have been (laughs) but for whatever reason that's where a lot of military bases are so Uh, the past three years I've gone to places I've had no desire to go just because I was supporting my baby daddy Gotcha. So I've been to Biloxi Mississippi never go there again wow into I've, I've been to Montgomery Alabama
0: yep not nope haven't, haven't stepped foot there
1: not going there again um what else I've gone somewhere else oh I guess San Antonio Texas not really but it was hot as fuck I'm not going back there again.
0: <laughs> that's how I felt about Houston. I, you know what's funny?
1: Unbearable. San Antonio, you don't really notice. Like it takes a while, and then you're like, <laughs> it's like a cartoon. You're just like walking, and then all of a sudden it's like <laughs> sweat. Like this, you, know? <laughs> you don't even really feel it because the air is dry. Um, and so that's going. That that's okay. That's got something for it. It's just that it's so sunny and it's so hot. So like early morning late night is like when you see like locals. Like you see tourists during the day, but everyone's melting. Mm. Um and we went to the Alamo. Again, not something I can like say I want to go to again. Okay. Um Yeah, I'm confused about the history of that. Like many things in America, but <laughs> I, don't know. I know. And I'm
0: not sure. I'm like you we could there- dive into that later. It's like Caribbean Caribbean pastime, <laughs> but it's because you know what's funny because it isn't it isn't like for example if you are non if you're English speaking Caribbean island you don't play baseball. That's what I'm saying because isn't
1: it derived from cricket?
0: It is, but I'm not really sure how the Spaniards got a hold of it and translated that to every single island because it definitely fell short in the English speaking Caribbean. So I don't know. Except well I guess except for the Dutch. Because shout out to Curacao for having tons of baseball players. So I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know. It's
1: like, what came first? I I have no idea. Okay.
0: Always, always colonization.
1: (laughs) That's what I was going to say. What came first, slavery or baseball?
0: (laughs) That was my, my, (laughs) I was trying to get out of that.
1: I was trying to find a way to not break traveling back to slavery but I still still couldn't
0: No it all comes back to that. It really does.
1: That's all right. If you listen to our podcast every time we mention slavery take a shot.
0: Boom. I like that game. It's a new shot game. Slavery, race, equity. <laughs> You're going to be lit. They're going to be drunk <laughs> yeah. every single episode every single episode.
1: Other than that, I've been to Cali
0: love well you know what's funny i love some parts of Cal- cali i like northern cali i like yeah, southern southern cali yeah, so i like san diego a lot i wasn't that much of a fan of la
1: i've only been to san diego we like dipped our toe in la so she was like oh we're going to drive to la to go hang out with my boy so you like we have a night out cuz we had a night out in san diego um i think it also depends who you're with i was with like a really i was with a person that you know, sometimes you're with people and anything could be fun. Like, we could watch like the wall dry. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, this is so much fun. She's just those type of people. So like we sat around, we basically just like sat around the house and drank and like Netflix and chilled together without any of the benefits. And she smoked <laughs> smoked a lot.
0: Um, so did I it was just constant smoking and eating, and the food is amazing. Cali food is amazing. It's just, maybe because it's fresher. I'm no, not really sure. The taco
1: game is like no other.
0: Nah, the, the tacos, oh, the
1: tacos in San Antonio though. Yo, it took us to like a, like a truck, like a van. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if I'm going to get killed or I'm going to get tacos. Um, but this van in this middle, this vacant parking lot, those tacos were life. And they were like a dollar each. Out here, it'd be like uh, $12 for like three tacos. And you like, a, this taco's dry. <laughs> B, B, this taco's dry. <laughs> C, it does not cost as much to make tacos. But I, it
0: does cost that much to have a taco truck. In yeah. York.
1: yeah, and when you're making dry ass tacos, um, you got to charge more. I don't know. Anyway, it was delicious. Um, but I don't remember much about LA and we went in the nighttime. So I didn't like the traffic was ridiculous from San Diego. It, It took us, I feel like three hours, four hours to get to Los Angeles from San Diego.
0: Yeah. It's well, yeah, it, it is. It's not supposed to be as far as it always seems to be, but it, Cali traffic is just the worst. So.
1: Oh my God. So that was, that was fine. I have a course to have been to Denver a few times. Yes.
0: I recently went there. Dope um, city. Interesting city. Interesting city.
1: hmm Interesting city. city. Mm-hmm. Interesting city. Um, I like it. I liked it. I have no qualms with it, but I was in Denver proper. I can't say that for, like, all of Colorado. And I like to go to, like, Aspen and stuff like that, like, more of the mountain vacationy places. Right. Um, I just went to go chill with fam in the hood, so I don't really know. And by fam in the hood, I mean I got flewed out to go hang Mm -hmm. out with some white people (laughs) not fam nor hood um but I love Chicago I've been to Chicago
0: love Chicago hands down outside of New York the only other city I could see myself not having to change my life that much to be in so shout out to Chicago
1: that it's like my top two it's the weather gets me off that's the only thing with the weather but summertime shy is fantastic it's a beautiful not, thing. It's just not long enough. So, <laughs> I don't
0: know. but I feel like they 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 double down on the weather and just the feeling because it's there for thirty seconds.
1: Yeah, yeah. So they're like mad festivals. So many beautiful people come now. It's only going to last eight weeks. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. I've been to Vermont.
0: Loved Vermont
1: yeah I you love know that. what
0: state is actually what us that uh, state because i don't know the rest of the state what city is actually slept on and i loved it as a city what portland maine
1: i, I feel like that's a thing i feel like someone else has said that well and... people
0: like portland oregon but i love portland maine it's the only city in this here united states of america that i did not feel black Ooh, break it down for us people were just really chill so um I went with my husband. We went to, like, a random bar after checking into the hotel just to get some food, because we drove up, and the most burliest of white guys was sitting down at the bar next to us. When I say burly, like, he had, like, this really salt and pepper beard, like, really long, Um, didn't know if he had hair, because he had, like, a red bandana tied around his head, had, like, a leather vest, which, I mean... Okay, leather vest is a whole other level. I was thinking like dude with like a flannel, and you came no, through. No, 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 leather vest, like a t-shirt, jeans. He might have been wearing cowboy boots. He might have just been wearing like motorcycle riding boots. You're like, I don't um, And so we're sitting at the bar, and then he turns around to us, was like, "Are you guys new to Portland?" And of course, I'm like, "How did you know?" And mostly, like, about to square up, because I don't know exactly how this is going to go. Yeah, like,
1: where's what's about to happen right now?
0: And he was like, you're going to love it. And then proceeded to tell us everything that we needed to do and everywhere that we needed to go. And also put us on to, like, the museum and cultural art scene in Portland, Maine, which I think is slept on. And Mm -hmm. was like, you know, here's my number. Was very friendly about, like, making sure that we had a good time. Told us a lot of the history. Told us that at some point, Shaq had, like, a yacht off the coast. It was, it was a really Mm. dope conversation. And I just, when I go to like a lot of American cities, um, I'm, I'm very visibly a black woman and people will either stare at me or like I'll get a, a lot of like hesitation towards service, et cetera, et cetera. I did not feel any of that in Portland. And it was really, really weird. But also the only other time I felt like that. So like being a foreigner, or just not used to that location and then being welcomed was when I went to Nigeria. Interesting. Yeah, no, it's oh what? And Cuba. So shout out to Cuba and Nigeria. But it's interesting because like I go to I go to Caribbean Islands, but I'm Caribbean, so it's not that different of a of an attitude or feeling. Like I feel home there. Yeah. But for me to feel not at home and also feel welcomed as a black person. I haven't felt like that in the U.S. Like, New York is different. Like, I grew up here. Um, and even... Yeah, everybody's mad at each
1: East. other. Everybody's mad at each other.
0: On the Upper East Side, people still give you a little bit of looks like the little old ladies. They tend to, like, clutch their purse, whatever the case may be. So racist here. Um, but, like, in Portland, I did not... I didn't feel Black. That's great. I just felt like a person, which is, is rare in this here United States of America. Yeah. So, go to Portland, Maine.
1: I can imagine that's very frustrating.
0: And the food scene, though, amazing. Did not have a bad meal in Portland.
1: I would think the seafood's popping up there, right?
0: Seafood is popping, but everything. They have this amazing donut that's made of potatoes. Listen. What? It's I, It's a slept-on city. Like, everybody talks about Portland, Oregon. I get it. Portland, Maine, though, amazing.
1: Good. So I can get a feel of Portland, Oregon without having to fly Six hours. I like yep. that. I like that. Um, that's also why I don't do West Coast. I just can't get myself to fly that far and that long to still be in the United States. <laughs>
0: I know. That's hilarious.
1: I'm not. That's that just doesn't make any sense to me. How have I gone? As far as Europe goes, I've only gone to London.
0: I've just a lot of my trips have been to the Caribbean. Yeah, I mean, me too. I think that's because you know, a it's close baby daddy's fucking up the recording.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys, got a little ding in there.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I have, I've only been to Italy. I haven't really dabbled in Europe. I mean, that's because I'm very pro-black, and I always wanted to go to Africa before I went to Europe. It didn't quite happen because, fun fact, it's expensive to get to Africa, unless you know.
1: Every time I'm like, yes, Africa, South Africa. Those flights be like eighteen hundred dollars, and I'm like, God damn it!
0: <laughs> so it is pretty pricey to get there. I will say that, like, I think in 2020 there's a back to Africa movement. Um, mm. That I don't know if it's official, official or if I'm like spreading the world to too many people. um But it's a return to Ghana because it, they've had a bunch of music festivals. Um, at the end of last year, beginning of this year, they had a music festival in Ghana, kind of like Afropunk, Ooh. um, but actually in Africa. So they had one in Ghana. They had one in um, South Africa. And I think it's it's trying to spread the word about the fact the one that with one Yonce, about, the one like all those people went to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there were, there were definitely two separate ones happening at the same time. Oh. So like, I don't know about this branding i feel like you dividing the population but you know shout out to you for doing it um but there's definitely like a return movement going for 2020 and i think it's going to really just it's going to blow up what people think of africa as a continent
1: yeah
0: and then it starts to talk about like the individual countries like i will be honest me being in lagos was the best experience in terms of traveling that i'd had everybody was super friendly Um, It felt very metropolitan, like it it just felt very metropolitan. Um, Mm -hmm. Yes, there was a family aspect of it, because my husband, shout out to the the Nigerians in the world. My husband is Nigerian, um, Mm -hmm. so we did a lot of family stuff. But Lagos is a city. There's so many U.S. born or at least raised Nigerians who are returning to Lagos because of the huge booming tech sector. Okay. So it's a very, very young city. There's a lot of amazing restaurants, a lot of clubs and lounges, a lot of things to do. Um, We went to a rainforest, so like you drive on one of the main highways um, in Leckie and you turn off and it's a nature preserve in which you can do um, a, a canopy walk. So you're pretty much, you ascend ladders and walk across the top of this nature reserve. And when you're in there, you don't even feel like you're in a city and this is like a huge city. Um, so there's a little bit of everything that you might ever want yeah. except the beach scene isn't there but when we also went to Ghana you got the history, you got the culture and there were some amazing beaches there Um, but if you want to talk about beaches, East Africa might rival the best Caribbean island beach that you've ever seen get out of town so shout out to traveling to Africa it costs a lot to get there but it's so worth it I think my motto going forward is like trying to hit two countries so you you know you, you feel like it's worth it
1: yeah for <laughs> real. a couple
0: weeks if you can yeah you gotta um, go
1: out there for like three weeks bro
0: yeah and just like take your time settle in but definitely one of the best vacations I've had recently and I was there okay When was I there I was there last year wow time flies
1: i would definitely then that's great i would definitely do like the east side and then go to south africa because i feel like you have to go to south africa if you're there
0: definitely
1: do that um wow better beaches i was a little hurt when tina said she would go to puerto rico but i understand because puerto Mm -hmm. rico it just feels like another state kind of um But our beaches, like, we have some of the best beaches in the world. I'm not going to even front. Like, whenever I go to a Caribbean place, I'm like, this beach is all right. (laughs) Have you been to Turks? Well, no. But I feel like that's a tourism. I don't know how to explain it. Like, Puerto Rico has a lot of hidden beaches that, like, you don't have to worry about it being very, like, all-inclusive-y, but it's Mm -hmm. still, like, really nice. I feel like when I went to, DR has nice beaches, but. Not better than Puerto Rico, um, and then I've never been to Jamaica. And then whoever I know who's gone to Jamaica, like the beaches ain't all that. And I'm like, huh, because they have pebbles and not really like sand. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it's more like river. They have like river type stuff going on too.
0: They have they have nice beaches and I've seen a couple of nice beaches in Jamaica. Yeah, so I will say that. But like it's it's kind of like you have to know where you, to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but. That's also to say, like, I have a totally, like, I'm 100% aware that no matter where I'm going, for the most part, unless someone asks me, like, they're not really, sh- they don't like, or uh, unless I open my mouth, they don't really know that I'm a woman of color or I'm Latina. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm very aware that my travel experience is totally different than you or Kina's. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when I go to Puerto Rico or I go to DR, i have a totally different experience than than you or kina might like i've never seen so i've never seen prejudice in puerto rico like that but in dr i've seen it and when we went to go to the um when we went to do the haitian not the haitian why did i say that when we went to do um the dr you know uh bridges to community where i went to build a house
0: Mm -hmm. when
1: um we had some Someone who was with us, because we were originally supposed to go to Nicaragua, which I was so tight we didn't go <laughs> because I was like, I've been to DR. Um, I know that's like not how you're supposed to work humanity, <laughs> humanity work. But like, I wanted to experience something totally different. You know what I mean? Right. Going to DR was like me going to go to like my friend's house. You, you know, like I didn't feel like, I was like, damn. But it did. I mean, of course, it did open to my eyes about how people are still living even in places where you think it's completely like you're like, "Yo, what are you talking about?" This is VR? But yeah, then, you hear, the, oh no, the
0: tourist scene. The tourist scene covers a lot that goes on in many countries.
1: Yeah. So I was like, "Nah, what are you talking about?" And I was like, "Oh no, this is pretty country, um, pretty rural," and so. Yeah, she was, she was supposed to go with us when we were going to Nicaragua, but she didn't want to go because she's Haitian. And she was like, ah, that is actually very close to the Haitian border. I'm not with it. I already know how they feel about people. But to that point, like the families we went to go build the houses for were very aware that they were black. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she could have came. It wouldn't matter because everybody in that community, she did. not I'm sure she wouldn't, she didn't know that because um, you never know but like everybody was black so like i didn't feel i didn't feel any of that and we had we had black people that went on the trip so there was no if anything we were welcome with open arms because we looked more a well i spoke the language and b she looked more like them right and so the girls were all over her because she was a rich looking black woman and so they were really excited to see her and she was tall as fuck <laughs> <laughs> and um you know, I don't like children like that, so they weren't really over me like that, but the, the, I was like, no, <laughs> I need a nap, girl, I've been working all day, um, but yeah, I haven't really been, I haven't been to anywhere, like, I've been to Greece, I'm really excited about this Italy trip, It's gonna be Latins, but I really want to go to Africa, but it's, it's just hard, because it's so expensive, so, like, I'm, it's, that's something I'm going to have to like plan for years and like make sure people are ready to go and have stacks or are ready or prepared for like how much this is going to cost just to travel alone. um, And so.
0: Yeah. Conversion rates once you're there, isn't as bad depending on the country you go to. Um, So the biggest tip that I got from Keena's conversation is to so start, start watching currencies and let that dictate where I go. Yeah.
1: Become an FX trader.
0: Um. So. I think that's what it is, but I think it's so worth it. It's such a, it's such a, a departure from what people want you to think about Africa.
1: Oh, I because imagine. We, we
0: also forget that like places like Morocco and Egypt are in Africa. So, like, and every country is different. And there's, like, every other state in the U.S., there'll be your super wealthy and your super poor. Right, so it's very much this it's the same as any other place. The stigma is just there, and I think that over the next five years, the stigma will completely change as more uh, Black and Latino people start traveling. Yeah, but definitely, definitely, it's a place. It's a place you gotta. It's a place you gotta go to. And I, I mean, I know Nigeria has a bad rap about everything.
1: I feel like Nigeria is the New York of Africa. <laughs>
0: yes, actually, it really like. I'm. I like whenever never I hear people describe like it, that. and the people, I'm like, so people from New York. Yeah, that's it. It's pretty much if you took New York, added I don't know twenty five million more people, um, dropped it in a tropical country. That's kind of what you have. Yeah. Sounds good. It's also somewhat becoming Americanized because there's so many young people graduating, maybe working. I here for a couple years, and then be like, let me just let me either a rejuvenate the country of my, my birth or the country that my parents came from, or b I don't want to have to struggle this way. I, I can live a better life in a different country, and I have to deal with the other stuff. Like I just want to be able to ascend the ladder. Instead, of have to deal with racism and sexism. Well, sexism still yeah. very, real, but like racism and all these other things. And so they go. And like I said, the tech sector, the tech sector is booming right now.
1: Wow, that's crazy. So, I think it's just, A, it's also, like, the internet. And yeah. people are starting to realize, like, no, America and Europe are not the only places that are advanced and civilized. And, like, like people have to work and do other, like, it's not, like, just America and Europe and all these white countries with all this technology and white-collar, blue, blue-collar blue jobs and everything else is people live in fucking huts. Like, no. Right. That's not at all the case. <laughs> people have the same, very similar lives everywhere else. So I think that's what a lot of people have realized. And I think it makes total sense to, I mean, if I had, if I had a clear, <laughs> that's it's, a little, it's a little tricky for me, if I had a clear, like, map of origin, I would not live here. I mean, I got, I, you know, I got my education. I got some credentials. I've saved up some money. I'm going back home. Because, like, I just don't see what, what,
0: what's here that's not anywhere else. Do you know what I mean? It's not just exclusively America. Right. It really isn't. I mean, I, I will say that. Whenever I go to a different country, I'm always surprised at how many non-Americans I see. So I think the back to Africa movement—not that it's coming—I think it's here. Yeah, yeah. So Take definitely
1: yeah, vetting yeah, some people.
0: <laughs> save, save up, save up the PTO.
1: Yeah, know. I'm not gonna. My friend was like, "Yo, we doing me and my sister are doing South Africa for New Year's. Are you yeah. down? All you have to do is figure out how to get there. Everything else we got. I'm like very much considering this.
0: <laughs> I do it. I'd do it. I might even uh, roll
1: through. She's from the Congo, so she's going to make like a, a month trip out of it. and She's like, you right. can just meet us for the, the New Year's leg. So I'm thinking about it. I'm definitely like, it's just been rolling out for me that like mm-hmm. I've, I had already put it into the universe that like I want to go to all my countries of origin and I've already checked off Greece. I'm going to be able to check off Italy and then the next thing would be Africa. So I want to take Henri with me. That's a long ass flight. Yeah.
0: I don't I mean, but I don't know. Something about see... being away
1: from him for that long, for that far. Something maybe it's a little selfish of me. I'm like, but if things <laughs> if she goes down, I want us to go down together. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. No, that's parenting. That's parenting. That's parenting. Uh, <laughs> anything the college scandal taught us. If I'm going down, you're going down.
0: <laughs> everyone, everyone. Everyone's going down.
1: Um, and that's not to say, I'm not saying like anything's going to go down in Africa. I'm like, the plane. <laughs> the <laughs> when you're a parent, all you think about is death. I hate to break it to you, but you're just like, that's one of terrifying. us is going to die. He's going to die. I'm going to die. <laughs>
0: Someone's going to die. We need to prevent this dying thing. It's probably biological. I'm I'm um, sure it is. Like you have to protect someone else, so you have to be super aware of no, what's going on at all my times. Time
1: green is just like that stupid game, like a hundred ways to die. Just always thinking <laughs> fucking mad random ways that either one of us is gonna die. It's That's awful. terrifying. It is. It is. Ooh, I have the anxiety one anxiety already. I don't need I don't need all of that.
0: It might not actually be too bad. I don't know if you'd wanna like shuttle him the entire time but i don't think it's that bad i have friends who took their like baby twins to nigeria not like in the city, city part you know not the city part like in the village part like three four hours away from Lagos, um and they were cool so yeah. i don't know and when you're in johannesburg I th- or south africa i think you should just like go there ne- next door Go yeah. to a couple cities in, in yeah. South Africa. Everybody tells me, like, like, everyone tells me that, like, Durban is amazing. It's, like, the antithesis to Cape Town. Like, everybody goes to Cape Town.
1: But the yeah. beaches
0: are... So, like, the tourists go to Cape Town. The uh, the natives go to Durban. So,
1: check it out. I think it'd be dope. You know, i give them, like, a half Benadryl. See what happens. <laughs> 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 give him a little halvesies. Um... But that may come up. I may just do it.
0: You only live once. YOLO. That's true. And I think um, the one thing that we definitely want to address is the recent murder of <sighs> Nipsey Hustle.
1: If that teaches you nothing, that time is not of the essence, like you really don't have tomorrow or anything promised to you. Um, it's real. It's real facts,
0: and I believe I will say that I, I know that Nip had so much to contribute, but I mm-hmm. also there's so many things that he contributed in his 33 years of life. Like he was a firm believer that yes, I had an interesting teenagehood, early twenties hood. Yes, I banged. Yes, um, I was a gang member. And then I started rapping, but then I used that money and the knowledge that I got as I entered different circles to really better not only myself, but my community. Like he was one of the people that you could have never said. He, you know, he blew up and then forgot about us. No, he came back to his community. He decided he wanted to invest in real estate. He started um, Vector90, which was a co-working space that had a STEM uh, influence. Um he had marathon clothing in his hood, in the with the place that he yeah, right grew up, French the place that, that he lived. Look,
1: that should look like a legit, you know, nah, it was a up. it was a random a strip mall.
0: Yep. Right. Like, it wasn't even anything fancy. He put the store down there, he um started buying out the stores around there so that people were charging him rent. He spoke to everyone, he tried to connect to everyone, he tried to be a positive influence, not only to the people um in LA, but just all Black people to like reinvest in yourself, reinvest in your community. Don't just spend it on things that will depreciate in value. So I think, I think it it's at the very least while we're mourning an important, monumental, inspiring figure, we also have to do and be inspired by what he did and take that forward. So I think that he set the trend, he set the bar for what you should do when you are successful. Yeah, You have to carry that torch on.
1: Yeah, and I think people like, you know, the Jay-Z's of the world, you know, really are are inspiring that kind of movement, you know? Think, you know, Michael Jackson, for whatever people want to say about him, inspired that movement. People who are buying their own rights to their own music and finding a way to give back to their communities have started their own movement. I think Nipsey, although he was, you know, people can just be like, you know, or whatever. Rappers always get clout after they die. For me, I wasn't really a huge fan of the music, but I was a huge fan of how he moved. Mm-hmm. Um, there, I don't mean I don't. I didn't. I'm not a West Coast music lover in general, rapper lover, unless it's like '90s. Like if you talk about like Too Short, which is not very, not very productive music. Um, but I know I was very into his whole movement and ideal of like investing back in yourself and in the community. And so like, I was always, you know, down for that. And he was just about to pop off. Like he was right. bubbling a lot on the West Coast and people who are like very underground or like listen to that music. Like the younger kids were like really down with that type of music. I'm old school. I only listen to kind of like what's on the radio or Tribe Called Quest. Like I don't really, I don't really go past 94 unless you unless I'm forced to <laughs> um so I, I wasn't very familiar with his mu- music as much as I was familiar with his movement and that was enough for me you know what I mean that was enough mm-hmm. for me so um it's a shame it's a real shame and hopefully our next our next guest will definitely speak a little to that um because he was doing a documentary on Dr. C V who for whatever reason a lot of people who get in contact with his revolution not even revolutionary we have a right to know what we eat and how we feel and what we think and how we're connected to the universe and how we're connected to the earth and something about this gentleman this doctor this knowledge is really I don't know it's got bad energy around it and that's because the people who want to keep you know everybody poisoned and everybody you know glued and addicted to the system is making sure none of this happens. I know, you know, some people don't believe in conspiracies, but I do believe in when you put things into the air and you put like energy out there, you gotta watch what you say. And you really have to, you are what you think, you are what you eat. Like it's, it's so facts. All of this is controllable, um, at least on that part. And so like, you know, there's videos of him saying that he, he said, if I get killed for this, y'all gonna have to ride for me. You know, how many times did Tupac say he was going to die? He died. How many times did Biggie say he was going to die? He died. Like, you have to, if whether or not you believe in this woo-woo shit, you have to really think about, like, the thoughts you're putting out in the air. Like, it could just be that people are, you already know what's supposed to happen to you, and so that's why people say that, and that's why people become at peace with it. But I also believe, like, maybe don't say those things. <laughs> like, like, you know, I, I mean, where, where, what is it? Where, fo- where attention goes, focus, or focus goes, attention, whatever, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, I just think, you know, let this be a lesson that you're not promised anything. Time is not promised to you and anything you need to do anything you're fearful of doing, anything you're not doing because you don't have enough time to I mean, you can't afford not to. So, mm-hmm. now's the time more than ever to really get this really get your dreams out there and get this movement like really popping whatever it is that you want to do. Um it's just so crazy cuz he got shot in broad daylight. Broad daylight, mad people around him.
0: I I I I feel like this it goes to the, the the how people look and feel about human life. How do you just take someone else's life? That means you can't value life, right? That you would just kill someone else. And like I said, we don't know the reason. Um, I think in updates they said the person, the police have gotten have caught the person the story will continue to unfold, but I I think that we really have to think about the way we value human life. One of the things that really struck me was the fact that so many people recorded so many of these intimate moments and posted it on social media. Now, yes, we want to know the news, but there are certain things that you just don't want to show. Like I hear that, I haven't seen the video, but I hear that someone posted the video of um, his girlfriend Lauren London at the hospital, and it was being shared. That's a very private moment of someone who yeah, lost that's really someone that she up. loved.
1: That's really fucked up. Like the the video of the shooting, we can't do anything about. It's like from a parking lot. It's not like someone was sitting there on their video. But then you're in the hospital, and you're like, Oh, that's Lauren London. Oh, she's grieving. You know what I should do? Like, why is that? We've become so
0: desensitized. It's scary. It is so scary it really is and i i i i i hope that people instead of recording these things think to be a human and like reach out like you know offer your condolences offer your thoughts if you see somebody in pain don't record it help them like we have to get out of the habit of simply doing things for the gram or for likes or for tweets or for <sighs> fleeting fame like we need to start to reach out to people and i think um unfortunately this was a moment that made me realize that you know this is we got to get out of this cycle but i feel like we need to start valuing human life people who might be celebrities who might be famous are people at the end of the day and we should treat them as such so when there are moments of weakness of pain we should console and respect their privacy
1: yeah 100% i think that's just disgusting I just don't understand how you have the right to take someone's life um i think there's very few instances even when like something vengeful or something really hurtful has happened to you that i can say Ugh, maybe that person maybe that maybe i could see like why you would kill that person after what if they've done to you you know maybe but even then like that's not your call um that's that's really just not your call and i think there's something as easy i mean the only way I can see it is that person not no, not necessarily didn't value Nipsey's life, but they didn't value their own. Because there's right. no way you would have made that call if you value living, breathing, loving yourself. How can you kill another? How can you kill another black man as a black man? Um, mm-hmm. Who's just a representation of you? Like you cannot possibly have loved yourself. Um, and whatever he said like i guess it was a conversation he said about the dude snitching or maybe that guy was a snitch they had like a, a non a unsavory conversation beforehand but mm-hmm. like n- like nothing that seemed very personal from the people around him could say like it was just a my dude heart to heart maybe there was a little he said it from his chest like but i just i don't care what he said i don't care if he said Fugging mama with a street pole. Like I don't understand. That's aggressive. Head. I know. But I'm trying to try to think of the most morbid, like the most graphic thing I can think of. At the
0: but point. but even in that, like I depend like I said, the story hasn't come out yet. If your target wasn't it, so you shot him, you killed him, but you also shot two other people. And there were tons of kids because yeah, I saw there that there was, was an offense there. Dropped. So you just have no regard for anyone's life at that point. And, and we have to him. get out of this cycle. He
1: shot him. Oh in his in his torso a few times came up close shot him in the head and then kicked him it wasn't like i'm gonna run and shoot like it was it was Mm -mm. super intentional super intentional um and i can't say what i would have done if i was any of his friends you know what i mean i don't know what i would have done but I just saw a bu- whole bunch of people run. I didn't see no one grab him to move him nowhere. I didn't see nobody to hit the ground to do nothing. I just saw a whole bunch of people scatter. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. in, in these in these certain, like, in these places of worship where these things happen, you hear all these brave stories of people jumping in the way of people. People, like, trying to get people to safety. It's just like, damn. Now I can't say now, like, if something like that happened to my friends, I would do the same. But I didn't see none of that. No one had his back. That that to me is sad. Um, and not that it would have made a difference. Maybe more people would have got hurt. But I was like, that's all I kept thinking was like nobody even nothing. <laughs> like everyone just scattered. There is no time for react. Like I didn't see no no one's second thought to be like pull someone or do something like mm-hmm. everyone for yourself and I think I mean when you're maybe in those environments you don't have a choice you know what I mean yeah you don't have a choice um, but to think that way um, but.
0: but yeah not saying that like this is rampant everywhere yes we do have places in this country that are torn by random acts of gun violence but it just shows you that you could be here one day and you might not be here the next. Like, Oh, I think about that. that in the, not the, hour. All the time. I, really don't.
1: I think about that in the subway all the time. I'm like, Oh my God. Like we're in close quarters. There's nowhere to run. I think about that shit all the time.
0: So let's, let's, you know, send our thoughts and prayers out to his family. Oh, yeah. Um, his children specifically because they're not going to have to grow up without a father um, his mom his girlfriend um, let's just keep them in our thoughts and prayers and use this as like a springboard to carpe diem do the things that you need to do stop waiting for it to be perfect you know build a ladder as you climb instead of waiting for the ladder to be fully fully built um, and really mm-hmm. just invest in yourself one of the things that um, I know Ti mentioned was that Nip was the only rapper to ever give him a book. Yo, education is fundamental, and it doesn't have to be in school. Because when you know better, you do better. And he's a great example of when you know better, you do better. So yeah. educate yourself. Don't take anything at face value. Fact check, double check. You know, learn for yourself. Don't just consume things that are yeah. given Question. to you. Question everything. Right. Um, and I hope that our podcast can hope hopefully serve as a platform in a similar way to help educate people. We won't always get it right, um, but we hope to at least show a different perspective, a different lens. Yeah, So
1: of I know people are going to listen to this episode and be like, well, what about the shooting in New Zealand? And what about this and that? And what about this and that? I just think... It's just some, for whatever reason, hits more closer to home. And it's because, you know, people are like, like, you can't, there is no, I think there, I think you're just like, all right, this keeps happening. Like, you know, this keeps happening in these religious places, you know, and it's, It's another, it's a, it's, a, I mean, people were not going to call that, but it's another white terrorist. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, of course, of course, right? But when it's, when you know it's another person of color killing another person of color, um, you just like. It hits home a little bit. Yeah, deeper. it's like no one to blame but yourself. You feel like kind of, you feel responsible for it. You feel like another step backwards um it could have been you you know what i mean i'm not like it's just for whatever reason is it just it just was like i don't know it was just like the 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 straw that broke the camel's back a little bit for this week anyway um there's a few things that have happened this week, like the three Mexican countries. <laughs> just so every week. There's just so much fuckery that I can't. I sometimes I just don't even want to bring it up. We've Maybe got so much content. Yeah, there's just so much content, and I don't want to think about. I want to be able to think about things in retrospect, instead of always hitting current events because we're not a current event. I don't think we're a current current event podcast, mm-hmm. Um so. I could just talk about all those things today like trump tweeted that he was the best thing that happened to puerto rico um not too long ago and i was just like yeah, this guy this guy like when uh, i'm not gonna say it on this podcast because then <laughs> but oh man when will he ever get nipsey huss- hustled like when is that gonna happen <laughs> goodness <laughs> when is that anyone planning that one um no that's a joke i just don't believe i don't i don't even believe that guy deserves to die i just think there needs to be (laughs) there needs to be something i don't understand how this is even possible it's like a purge hopefully i hope this is what it is i don't know maybe the world is ending i'm not quite sure but while we're here (laughs) let's try to do some good Let's try to leave this planet a little better than we left it, if we can help it. I mean, we're ripping it apart every day. <laughs> more and more, I'm just like, capitalism is a devil. I just don't know what to do
0: anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So we have taken it. a left.
1: <laughs> let's all buy Let's just go buy some land and just go. I have no idea. Little remote island. I have no idea. Let's just look. Till the land. (laughs) It did go left. It did go left. I'm just like, wowzers. That's all I can say. So, um, what's coming up next? Well, to that effect, we're going to have our first man on the show. What? Yes, yes. A good friend, Joey, who's a nutritionist, a creative, a man of color, a father, just just dope things um and he actually has his own podcast so he'll be come on up, coming on to tell us a little bit about that um about waking up great and just about how we can do better about taking care of ourselves and taking care um yeah just taking care of ourselves and our families through food and nice. mindset. i think we need some positivity if anyone can get us in the positive, it's definitely my boy Joey, aka Spiritual Tupac.
0: <laughs> I mean, the the podcast is called Wake Up Great. I mean, you have to set the bar wake, real high. It
1: is, yeah, it's not wake up okay. <laughs> it's wake up.
0: Wake great. up mediocre. <laughs> wake up, eh. <laughs> <laughs> definitely
1: not. Um, well, I'm excited to have him on the sh- on the podcast. Yeah, I'm super excited. I want to hear some insights. I just feel like we need some, we need some positivity um, in, in light of all the fun stuff that's been going on. Um, what else we got down the pipeline? Ooh, we have the exclusive bagel and plantains taco brunch. Ta-da! You'll, ta-da! You will be seeing invites and ticket stuff and sponsors and partners and details. It's going to be super dope. That's all I can say. Um, it's gonna be small and intimate, but it's gonna be dope because it's a little bit of our own celebration mixed with my birthday. Because when yep. you grown, when you grown, you gotta you gotta like lump things together. Ain't nobody got time to be celebrating things more than once.
0: It's about being efficient, all right.
1: <laughs> it's about being efficient, okay. And so nothing makes me happier than having women of color who are out there doing their thing. Having them all in one room, yes. spreading vibes, networking, and eating tacos, the littest of tacos. So we're going to have the ladies of Higher Dining. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll be on the podcast soon, but they're going to cater the event. We've actually, I've gotten the menu today. It is, oh, it's amazing. Right. It is amazing. Um, I locked in a woman of color sparkling wine. So I'm nice really for that toast. It's just there's so many people doing so many great things, and like that's what makes I think that's that's the silver lining of this week. There's been a lot of, um, there's been a lot of mourning and a lot of bad, but there's always it's always balanced out, you know. what I mean, so everybody I've come in contact with some really dope people. I had a quick little coffee mentor, um, little coffee catch up with another young woman who is you know really inspired and launching her podcast after we met at a networking event she's finally doing it I'm very excited for her she's gonna be doing real big things for women of color who are in corporate and I'm very excited um and I told her you'd be on her podcast so sorry um oh me (laughs) yeah you oh no doubt (laughs) as soon as I spoke to her I was like you know who you need Deidre um, <laughs> I appreciate the plug. I do. Yeah, because I wear jays to work. <laughs> and, so uh, do I. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, right? But you, you, you navigate it so much better than I do. I'm just, I say outlandish things all the time. You got it. You, 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 <laughs> you got this. Um. Yeah, just so many dope things on the way. And we're super excited. You guys have been tuning in and subscribing and rating and reviewing. We are past 350 listens. Yes. We are past 100 followers. So what we'll need you to do is get on Anchor. If you are a part of the Anchor fam, you listen to your podcast on Anchor, leave us um, some messages, leave us some feedback, leave us your experiences. You know what I mean? If you hear something that you're like, oh, I had this experience, or you hear something, you're like, I did not have that experience. We want to hear it. Um,
0: so leave us, leave us some notes. Instead. And if you're lazy, or just don't want to subscribe to Anchor, slide in our DMs, appropriately so.
1: Appropriately, yes, please.
0: But slide in our DMs, leave feedback, leave questions. We definitely want to hear from you. And you know, I hate it when my friends don't share things that I would enjoy. So Share with your friends if you like them, you love them. Share us with them, Uh, especially if you like us and or love us. So, don't hold this goodness to yourself. Tell a friend, tell three. Yeah, you got ten. Tell
1: ten. If you're doing dope things, let us know. We've we've by mistake since we (laughs) launched this podcast have found out all our friends are killing the side hustle game and are completely multifaceted and doing amazing things we had no idea they were doing so get in there like she said if you're not gonna do the dms you can get on our instagram you can email us you can pitch us i mean we're we're not oprah yet we gonna say yes we don't i mean we may say no but that shouldn't stop you (laughs) (laughs) we may say no um but yeah that's it That's it. I hope everybody continues to live their life to the fullest and we look forward to hearing from y'all. Definitely do. Laters.